Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon. Welcome into this Monday, May the 1st edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons. A family-owned, full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuynik, Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here as it's a new month that's going to be May. Yeah, I said that joke last week, and I think it went over your guys' heads. No, I knew exactly what it was. At least to me, it felt like That just wasn't where I was going with what I was talking about. That's why I said it just didn't fit with what I was talking about. I just didn't find it funny, Colin, if I'm being honest. (laughs) All right. That hurt my feelings. Yeah, well, sorry. Thank you. Get over it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it's a Monday, everyone. Uh, weekend. How was your guys' weekend? It was all right. I mean, got to relax. Had a Saturday baseball sectional game between Martinsburg Muscleman. I missed a, a good game. one. Very, yeah, it was a very competitive back and forth game. It, ultimately, uh, Martinsburg was able to get the 7-5 to five win and really uh shakes things up here come uh time to vote for the regional seating i i think uh, tomorrow at noon yeah i think there's some coaches that look at that game and could potentially be saying that martinsburg deserves the number two seed potentially in uh the region or in the section excuse me third right now in the region unless maybe they get a win against jefferson today but we'll talk about that later if that shakes things up some more but uh no it was a great game uh all around uh there were high emotions obviously on the two run home run for mike lupus's fourth of the season you saw a uh pretty big bat flip after that uh so it's always a rivalry when those two teams play right The, the emotions are always there every given night then those two teams go up because it's been those two teams battling for the section for the past three, four years now. Yeah, and so I these really, kids have grown yeah. from freshman year to now senior year for these guys, always wanting to beat that other team yeah. because if you, typically Musselman beats Martinsburg or Martinsburg beats Musselman, that's the section champions. I'm just disappointed that things happened for my life on the two games that these two teams played this year. I wasn't yeah. around for either of the two regular season matchups. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if there were a few more. Yeah, I would say that as well. Nick, how was your weekend? It was good. And, uh, you know, going back to that game on Saturday between those two teams, and Colin, you said the two seed in the section. I mean, Martinsburg does have the most wins in the section. Yeah. So, really, they should end up being the one based on that, which is kind of crazy that, Vince, you know, about two, three weeks ago, um, I was sitting here thinking – it's pretty much all over. You know, Musselman or Hedgesville is going to be the one or the two, and Martinsburg is going to be stuck with the three. But uh, that is now proven to not necessarily be the case. And uh, I think there is a strong argument to be made for Martinsburg as the one, even though maybe on paper with the experience and some of the things we've seen this year, you know, you do think Musselman and, and Hedgesville are the better teams, but then you see the actual results on the field, and, and that's what we should – or we don't get votes, I guess no. what the coaches should be looking at when they make their decisions is who performed best on the field. 
you could still make an argument for all three of those teams being the one, I think. But when you look at the actual records and, uh, you know, the head-to-heads are all very close. So, I mean, it's tough, but I think Martinsburg's playing the best baseball right now out of that group. I think they've played a pretty tough non-conference schedule as well at times. I mean, everybody's had their, you know, easy victories. So, you know, to really break it down, there's, you know, an argument for any of those three teams, and it's, you know, a very tough decision uh, how you would rank those three in the in the section out of the four teams. So, And we talked about, or you asked Coach Byler about it, I believe, after the game, and when it comes to their regional losses, and I'm not trying to make excuses for Martinsburg because losses are still losses, but they've played in two of probably the weirdest I games. I brought it up during yeah. the broadcast. I didn't ask Coach Byler Okay, I thought it. you did ask Coach Byler about it, but they've played in by far two of the weirdest games this year and possibly even period end of story when it comes to sectional regional games. I mean, you had a game that you started, it got postponed, and then you had to finish 11 days later, and I'm blanking on the other one. The Washington game on Myrtle Beach. Yeah, and that one, some people will say count. Some people will say it doesn't count as a section game. So Region. Region game. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, you had that game against Hedgesville, which you never know how it plays if it continued with the momentum, obviously, on the day it got rained out, you know, halfway through. So, Hedgesville comes back, they win. They win. Now, it was only a one nothing game, so that might have happened anyway. But, I mean, Hedgesville had a chance to really fix some things at that point in the season. Uh, I mean, that you look at how the lineup was in that game, they completely changed their lineup from how it was when the game had started on the original day and then 11 days later when how they decided to roll out the lineup. So, you know, obviously you don't want to take that win away from Hedgesville, but it was definitely a different game. Uh, and, you know, whoever would have won, it would have been kind of like an iffy situation there, but you had to do what you had to do, and it is what it is. Uh, Martinsburg would come back and, you know, even the series at one. So everybody, I believe, has won at home, too. I think that's the other key thing. Martinsburg lost to Washington at home. I'm saying in section. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, would I believe everybody that. has beat each other at home. Yeah. Yep. No, Hedgesville beat Musselman at Musselman. Yeah. So we'll Close. see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, not a lot of games happened on Friday, uh, obviously, but uh, Washington was able to get in their two games in Clarksburg. They beat Phillip Barber 8-2. to They fell to Bridgeport 4-1. to They're now 11-15. and Jefferson, they swept a doubleheader 4-1 to over Bridgeport and GW 6-1. to Cougars beat two of the top 10 teams in the state, and they're now 22-4 and as they continue. What are they on a – is it 13 games now, I believe, a 13-game win streak? I believe so. It's a 13-game win streak. They are – clearly looking like the best team in the state at this point in the way that they are playing and uh, on every aspect, right? Pitching, offense, defense. This is a Jefferson team now that you can look at and be confident that they should be the ones to represent the region the way that they've been playing. And we couldn't, or we weren't saying that, excuse me, at the uh, start of the season with how they were and they just continue to roll, and tonight is a huge game. I know we haven't really gotten there yet, but it's Jefferson-Martinsburg. It's always a huge game when these two teams meet up, but with voting due tomorrow at noon, if coaches haven't voted yet... And they really shouldn't. And they really shouldn't. This game, depending on who the winner is, you could say should be 
number one in the region. Yeah. You really could say that because even though if it's Martinsburg that gets the win and Jefferson still has the better overall record, they're only 22-5, and five. Martinsburg would be 20-8. and eight. Martinsburg would still have the better region record. And Martinsburg would be they'd be two and zero. Oh. The They're seventeen eight yes. right now. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, they'd, they'd be two and zero oh against Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and if it's be... Jefferson, they're already number one. So if they win, they stay number one. Yeah, it'd be hard to argue against it. Uh, that's for certain. With if Martinsburg were to sweep the season series, you know, maybe an argument could be made that Jefferson's had a tougher overall schedule. That that argument could be made. I think. They haven't played a ton of home games this year. You know, they've been on the road quite a bit. Uh, you really, you look at it, they don't have the Berkeley Springses of the world. So I don't, or they do have Berkeley I Springs. I was about to the say schedule. they did. But they don't have, they have some tougher, I mean, they ha- they definitely have their cupcakes in there. I mean, Grace is in there. Berkeley Springs is in there. So I don't know if that argument necessarily is yeah. as strong as I thought maybe it was. They do have a few tough road games that ended up getting uh, postponed. So, I mean, their schedules are kind of similar. I mean, they have Bridgeport, GW, which are two quality games this last week, but they didn't get to play that Spring Valley game. So maybe a few more could have went in Jefferson's favor, uh, but that isn't necessarily the case. So the only argument really would be that Jefferson – well, they split – Beat Bridgeport. Yeah, I mean, they split – And they beat George well. Washington. They have a better overall record. Yeah, that that's the only thing is the better overall record, yeah. though. And obviously – if they win tonight, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I would vote it, but I think if Martinsburg wins, if they're two and zero against Jefferson, it's and they have the best region record. Yeah, they would have the best overall region. So, yeah, not the only game though in the Eastern Panhandle tonight, as uh, Hedgesville will host Loudoun County of Virginia. That's the makeup game from a few Saturdays ago when they weren't able to get that game in, um, and then. The other game tonight, Martinsburg, or excuse me, Musselman travels to Moorfield. Those both games are also at 6 p.m. too. We'll have the Jefferson-Martinsburg game tonight. Kind of talked about it a little bit here, but, uh, you know, that should be a great game, I think, tonight. We're, you know, in for a good game. Yeah, we were talking about it off the air, Nick and I were, and it's always a pitcher's door, right? Always low scoring. It was... It typically has been first team to three runs wins. I mean, yeah. that's how it's been the past few seasons when these two teams go head to head. They are typically always, for the most part, even on paper, they always match up fairly well. I mean, you, you look at teams right now, you, you always try to figure out you can give the edge to pitching in. Defensively, these both teams are very, very solid. And then offensively, now both teams are clicking on all cylinders right now both teams are exactly where they want to be at this point in the season and it's hard to find a true difference to in your mind say yeah because of this this team's going to win tonight I mean Jefferson hasn't lost a game to a team in the state since March 28th to Musselman oh yeah in the state yes Yes. yeah they lost a high point Christian down Down there in South Carolina one nothing so, you know, they've been they've been rolling, obviously. Um, but Martinsburg's been playing great baseball. A big emotional win over Musselman, 7-5. You know, you only get one day off in between. So, you know, I would presume Mike Lupus is getting the ball tonight um, in a huge, you know, game at Jefferson. Not certain who the Cougars will go with. 
Uh, they they have, got some options though. Yeah, I mean they have a ton of depth. They have they've got a lot of great I was pitchers. About to say, on they that always staff. have options. You never yeah. know who's coming out of it. And they might only throw a guy an inning or two, and then mm-hmm. go to another guy. Because so. they do they do have a few games this week. I know I, I, we you know this is kind of the this is the last week of the regular season. A if lot nothing's teams, changed, they should have four games this week because we said they had what eight last week, four this week, I believe, when we talked about it. But they changed a game. Let me see. But, so they play because of rain out. So yeah, I wasn't yeah. So sure. they have now five games okay. this week. They play tonight, tomorrow. They're at Spring Mills, which we'll have for you on TV ten as well. Wednesday they're at Highland in Virginia. Thursday at Smithsburg, you know, over there past Shepherdstown in Maryland. Um, and then Saturday they're making up one of the games they were slated to play this past Friday against Southern Garrett. Okay. So. So if I had a guess. It would either be Scheip or Hefner, maybe, because Hefner hasn't pitched since Monday, I believe, against Frankfurt. And it's been and a week. Scheip so hasn't yeah, pitched since Wednesday, I believe. So, if it was who was it again? Scheip or Hefner? Hefner I think. It'd probably be Hefner because yeah. it's been a week. Then, if you said he hasn't pitched yeah. since Monday, and today's Monday, so. Thank you, Colin. I You're welcome. Today was Monday. Yeah, it is. It's May first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Shipe pitched on Wednesday. Uh, maybe you. It. De- I mean, it depends who they want to trot out there. They could. They could trot out there Caleb Fletcher to start. Who knows? Yeah, he hasn't started. He's been pitching in a relief role yeah. the last two games, so he could potentially see some innings. Um, you know, Marnsburg hit him pretty well last time, so or at least they had the home run. So, uh, I would expect a low scoring, close kind of game, but. Who knows? I mean, these two offenses have been playing pretty good, so maybe we get a very similar game to what we saw on Saturday, which was that back and forth, you know, good offense really yeah. taking advantage of some good pitching, but guys that had to really battle through it in Boober and and Myers, and then they get Myers out of there relatively early. I thought it was really helpful for Martinsburg in that win. Yeah. So we know how Section Two is going to go, right? It's going to be Jefferson, it's going to be Washington, and then it's going to be Hampshire. Right, yep. those are the t- the three teams in order. We already know that. How do you, as the listener, think uh, section one is going to go? Put in the Facebook comments uh, how you think that section is going to go uh, with the voting due tomorrow at noon. Uh, it should be a good week of some baseball here this week. But that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, uh, we'll talk about those Shepherd Rams that uh, were uh, unfortunately not drafted, but they are signing with teams. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. I was feeling like myself for the first time. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you... No dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. 
Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here as we got some responses here. Uh, on who people think Section 1, or how they think Section 1 will uh, finish out. Uh, Ronald Wilson Jr. says, Hedgesville first, Martinsburg second, Musselman third, Spring Mills fourth. Um, David Wood says, Martinsburg, Hedgesville, Musselman, Spring Mills is how it will probably be voted, but I think it should be Hedgesville with Hedgesville and Martinsburg flipped. I I could see it going either way right now at this point. Which is why I really hope that nobody has submitted their votes yet because tonight could change a lot. Yeah. Um, How would you guys vote it? If you had to vote right now. If I had to vote right now. Because in terms of the section, it doesn't change too much tonight. It only really determines things for the region. Region. I see. I I don't know. Because it's it's hard to play – you know, look at these teams head-to-head, especially Hedgesville and Martinsburg, just because of that one game that had to be, you know, continued at a later date. Yeah, but does it all go on one game? I mean, you got to consider the overall season, I think, too. And uh, it's tough because they did split, and they split with Musselman as well. So, um, you know, I'm – I think Hedgesville might be the better overall team. Uh, but I think Martinsburg's played the best in terms of the record. So, where do you go there? Uh, you know, typically you go record over um, talent. So, I, I might go Martinsburg 1, but I wouldn't have a problem going Hedgesville 1 either. I mean, look, if you look at these teams right now with just their records, not against each other, because, you know, they're 1-1 one and one against each other. It's 17-8 and eight Martinsburg, 17-6 and six Hedgesville. So, almost neck and neck, because Martinsburg's played two more games, and they've lost those games compared to the two less games that... Hedgesville have played, so it's definitely it's definitely hard to place these teams. I mean, you know, it's a coin flip for me. I said on the broadcast that the win for Martinsburg against Musselman probably secured them at least the two. So I, I think I'm going to stick with that. 
right now in my mind, Hedgesville, Martinsburg, Musselman, Spring Wells. I'm going with Martinsburg one. I'm looking at it right now. I think Martinsburg, like we said, they have the more region wins. They have the more section wins. Yeah. I think you got to put them one. I mean, Hedgesville has been very impressive this year. And, and you know, it's tough because you look at some of their wins, some of their losses. They have lost to Jefferson. Uh, they come back, though, and get an 11-5 win over Musselman. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. But also now Musselman hasn't really played the best baseball as of late. So I think they have to be the three. Um, and you got to go Hedgesville, too. I think you have to put Martinsburg in the one. They, they've had the record. Again, I think Hedgesville might be the better team, but that's to be proven. Uh, and I would go I would go Martinsburg 1. I'm going Martinsburg 1, Hedgesville 2, Musselman 3, Spring Mills 4. That would be my ranking. Yeah. But uh, it's close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'd have to agree with you on that. I mean, you know, you look at – the difference here is Martinsburg in the wins. Obviously, you talk about the, the more regional wins Martinsburg has. Well, Hedgesville was hot down at Myrtle Beach. Unfortunately, Martinsburg wasn't. So you saw a lot of the success happen down there. And, uh, you know, you you look at Hedgesville, they're on a hot streak down there. 12-4 to win, 10 nothing win, 2-1 to victory over some, you know, some quality schools. Um, and, you know, I think when it comes back up here, you did have those two games for Hedgesville in a row, Washington Musselman on the Thursday and Friday. But I think also the fact is that you're going to be playing five games this week, a doubleheader on Wednesday, uh, kind of might play into things here. Uh, but um, what is Hedgesville's region record? I, I, since you guys are signed in, I was going to ask you. Guys, I mean, I'd, I'd have to have calculate it, but I do know what it was a game a week changer ago. because Martinsburg right now is seven and three unless you want to count the Myrtle Beach Washington game then they're seven and four and I know Nick while you're looking you always bring up the argument it doesn't matter what the section seating is because you still have to beat the teams anyway but you also brought up the point earlier that other than what Hedgesville Musselman even though everybody split this year that that's the only one that was when the road team beat the home team this year so I'd say that the section seating really does matter because you want that home field advantage. You want to have more of your fans in attendance. Both teams are regional the, records at seven and three. Exactly. So right. I know we were saying that Martinsburg was the best, but I think it was tied for the best. Yeah. That's why I wanted to double check thought, this quickly. Yeah. I was going based strictly on the interview we had with coach Byler. Mm-hmm. So I thought he had said that they had the most. So which they do, but it's tied, tied for the most, which he didn't say. Now, do you then, I mean, do you maybe consider then some of these losses? Like, does the Jefferson loss being an eight-run loss recently play a factor? But also, like we said, Martinsburg hasn't played Jefferson for the second time. So, mm-hmm. for all we know, you know, Jefferson could go out and beat him by 10 today. Yeah. I mean, I doubt it, but you never know. I mean, I don't think you would think on paper that Jefferson would win over Hedgesville by eight. So, you know – where do you really go in this ranking? I'm, I'm again. I'm fine with looking at the overall body of work. Maybe looking at Hedgesville's talent. You know they have the pitching. Martinsburg's injured with a lot of their pitchers. You know. Well, when will those guys some, come back? I mean, they got they got to be making progress here, right? Even when they do come back, though, they're young and inexperienced. Yeah. You know. But then you're looking at, at into it maybe a little bit too deep. So I don't know. It, it's tough. I'm going with Martinsburg right now, but I'm not like 
sold on it just just for an argument's sake i'm gonna go martinsburg right now we'll, we'll find out very, very soon what the let's actual, get into our actual topic we'll, we'll find out very but, soon no, what is, the actual rankings big, yeah. are but uh yeah let's move on here unfortunately no shepherd rams picked in the draft which was kind of a dud i, I really thought joey fisher was going to be selected in the draft yeah you really were hoping for all four but in the back of your mind you knew there was probably only two out of the four with a true chance of getting to hear their names and not only did you want to hear it said for them as a person, their families, you, you wanted it for Shepard, right? Nobody has been drafted from Shepard since, I believe, 1979 is what they said. So just for the entire community getting to say and hear one of those guys' names called would have been a great moment for the entire Shepard family that is in this country in the Eastern Panhandle and ultimately their families and those individuals but it didn't happen you move on right at least all four guys now get to sign with teams in the nfl and still have an opportunity yeah to be on that 53 man roster and and that's something that even though they weren't drafted and you're kind of sad that they didn't get that opportunity that doesn't mean the opportunity's gone yeah, I know. for these guys. It just adds a chip on their shoulder to now prove themselves as you should have drafted me, but these teams that signed me won't regret doing it. Yeah, I know for Joey, I saw photos on Facebook that uh, he had a draft, you know, draft party, and the way the photos looked was, I don't know how long the party went. I'm assuming the party went the whole draft. Like I, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. you got to picture. I think he said when we talked to him he was going to have a small get-together on day two of the draft, and then day three he was going to have something at Clear Spring, I believe. Yeah, it was at, I think it was at like a restaurant nearby. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from there's a picture of him getting a call, sitting on the steps of wherever he was getting a call. And, you know, that's the biggest call in your life. Yeah, you, it is unfortunate. I thought Joey was going to get drafted. Uh, he was the one that I was like, We'll hear his name on day two or day three. I thought maybe fifth or sixth round, but he he didn't get picked, and you know, uh, he still has this opportunity though with the Forty ers So I got to give it to you guys. You guys were on this Saturday night when everything was going down. Shout out to Twitter, man. Yeah, I mean, you all guys you had were to do on was put this. In their names go to the recents, and as as soon as I saw the rumors, I'm like Joey to the Forty Nine. Sure I saw multiple and went from there. But yeah, Tyson Bajant to the, the to the Bears. Which Thunders. side story there? Three months ago. Before that trade with the Panthers. Yeah, Travis said he was going to the Bears. He just had him about 259 picks too late. But <laughs> uh, I do think this that that's a good opportunity there in Chicago with a team that's still not you know completely sold on Justin Fields, right? And he's had injury issues. So uh, there's definitely – they're looking for a young backup. I think Tyson could go in there and, and earn a spot potentially as their third quarterback. So, you know, there's opportunities here. I was very shocked, though, that Tyson – not so much that Tyson wasn't picked, but that Sean Clifford, of all people, was yes. picked. Yes. And then he was picked 149th overall. I mean, Sean Clifford? You could get that guy He's terrible. with the call after the, yeah. after the draft. I mean, like, I was super surprised that he was picked. I think he spent like six years at Penn State and never really got very good. I mean, he beat, he beat out Will Levis for what it's worth. <laughs> so maybe Will Levis isn't all that good either, but... You know, I think Tyson's better than Clifford. I think he's better than a few guys that were drafted. Um, but, you know, now it's time for him to go out there and, and truly yeah. prove it here in the NFL. I think the cool connection about all this was the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears 
Luke Getze. Luke Getze coached him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Luke Getze also, I believe, uh, before I spit this out, let me make sure I get the school correctly. Uh, where was he in OC at? Let's see. Let's pull it's this It's on one. the Division II le- level. He was at IUP. Or yeah, IUP. Now. He was at IUP. So, yeah. you know. So, so he kind of knew that. We saw that come out. I think we saw that come out at one point that Getsy was like, you know, I've been kind of. interviewed him, yeah. Yeah, he's been. Uh, like, when he's he was been, interviewed at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, he's like, like I've I been following him since because of that Division Two level. And, you know, that was pretty cool to see, you know, like the obviously with being the coach of the Senior Bowl, a little kind of relationship was formed there. And then it, you know, it comes to fruition after the draft where he'll be down there, which is definitely going to help him or up there. Excuse me. That'll definitely help him probably in the acclimation period going up there. Yeah. We know the bears were at the Kutztown game this year. So at least one game. Yeah. yeah. But we know they were at that one. So, um, there's been interest. I mean, from the bears, it seems like for a while. So, you know, shout out to Tyson and Ronnie as well, getting an opportunity excited for him and with the Buccaneers, uh, for Brian Walker with the Ravens, you know, he gets to come to a local team, but, uh, just want to clear some things up. Priority free agent and the regular free agent. People have been asking, you know, what's the difference on that? And essentially a free agent signing is just kind of an invite to rookie mini camp. To a tryout. Go for there, essentially, is if, what I'm getting. Yeah. For what I've looked up, you're going to get, if you get that just regular free agent call, you're signing a contract to go there, work out in the rookie mini camp. And then if they pick you to be a part of their 90-man roster heading into the training camp, then you're one of them. A priority free agent, you're getting paid, and the odds are is they want you on that 90-man roster. Right. You have a much better chance. Yeah. But you never know. If he goes out there at Ravens rookie minicamp and you know performs, then he's going to get an opportunity. And the same thing goes for the priority guys. If they go out there at rookie minicamp and don't look good, then they're not going to get an opportunity at the training camp. But so. but the, what I've seen you know, from a couple players is – you know, you get that regular free agent or you get that priority free agent call. Maybe something happens. Maybe things aren't going to work out. You get another call right. to go to another place. So, who knows? Yeah. so It might not be the final landing spot for these guys this year. No, it probably won't be for most of them. I mean, you never know. You hope that they all make the team, but they could end up in the XFL or the USFL. I mean, yeah. there's, there's options. Joey was drafted into the USFL. so I believe that is an option for him. Yeah. I mean, but obviously he wants to go out there and try yeah. to make the league. And I think he still has a great shot, I mean, to be one of the fastest and one of the strongest guys in the draft. Uh, you know, you don't just get that way without working hard. So I'm sure Joey Fisher is going to you know, go out there and perform well. And, and we'll see how things open up for these guys. But I think Tyson's got a really good shot to be a third quarterback with the Bears. And I think Ronnie could potentially be a special teamer. And I think uh, – Joey's got a chance to be a backup offensive lineman, and you never know with B-Walk. I mean, the Ravens love tight ends, so at the very least he's going to a team that would want to use the tight end quite a bit, uh, but it's a very stacked room, so it's going to be tough. I mean, they got Mark Andrews, they got Likely, they got Kohler, two guys that they used draft picks on last year. So, you know, it's a tough – but you never know. Like you said, he could end up somewhere else after minicamp if he does well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're – trying we're working we're efforting to get these guys on the show at some point in the next couple weeks uh we've planted some seeds we're trying to see where they go uh but most likely gonna get tyson on for sure in the near future i've sent out some text uh to the other guys and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get them on as well to just talk they're about busy, though. yeah they're, they're a little busy this week and probably part of next week so maybe the latter half of next week we get them on the show 
Uh, but, uh, you know, looking at WVU, the NFL as well, uh, Dante Stoes gets drafted to the Cardinals. Yeah, he does. So big congrats to him. Uh, Fairmont it's the worst and, organization in the NFL. I mean, he'll, he'll still get the opportunity, right? He <laughs> no, got I'm just drafted. messing he around, got the, Hear his name called. And then the other one, uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton, uh, also wasn't drafted, unfortunately, for him, but signed with the New York Giants. So it's uh, something that we got to see with a former uh, wide receiver for um, WVU and uh, David Stills. So he also was uh, not drafted, signed with um, – the Giants and uh, eventually actually got to play for the Giants in a few games. I can't remember if he's still there or not, but um, it, it just goes to show you that drafted or not, the opportunity's there. I mean, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys probably have the same chance as a guy that was signed as a priority free agent, right? Uh, yeah. To an extent, usually they'll they'll give their actual drafted guys maybe a little bit more of a chance than a or yeah than a priority free agent. I mean, a seventh round pick, yeah, I'd say that's about the same. But a fifth, sixth, I mean, they value those guys a little bit higher, and they uh, will give them you know a year or two to develop. Typically, seventh round guys sometimes they don't make the team out of training camp, but fifth and sixth are going to be on the on the roster in some capacity. It's just how it is, uh, even if they don't perform well. So. Um, you know, we'll see, but good for the WVU guys and, uh, definitely excited about see where uh, these guys' careers go from here. Yeah. Just kind of looking, you know, see what Joey's got a shot with here. Uh, I'm trying to see if any O-linemen were drafted by the, it doesn't look like the 49ers even drafted any offensive linemen. So that's got to give Joey a good shot. To at least you know go into training camp with this team, I'd hope so. I mean, I'd have to you know their line yeah. the, the last year was a very solid line. Yeah, so. but I mean at least going into training camp, I, you know if you if you have a guy that you've in, that you've drafted, and then you get a guy as an undrafted free agent, I mean you're that's kind of pushing fringe. But I think mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't draft any linemen goes to show they want Fisher. I mean we saw him going 99th to them in projected draft picks to the 49ers. So. You know, it'll be interesting to see how turn how all of this turns out. Hopefully, we're joined by them, all those uh, the Shepherd guys here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but overall, the draft. What what are you thinking, Colin, for the Commanders? I thought it was a solid draft class. I mean, there was nobody that ultimately surprised me in a positive way. Like, yeah, this guy is a steal, or I can't wait to see this guy ball out for the team. But there wasn't really anybody that I'm like. Why'd you pick him? Why this guy instead of this guy? So overall, I'm satisfied. Uh, I know there were a lot of fans that were seriously questioning why the first two rounds you go back-to-back defensive backs, but you want to build up that secondary, especially when you look at teams that you play this schedule, right? You got the NFC East, big money quarterbacks that are going to have to prove themselves to why they deserve that contract, so they're going to be airing it out. Teams with those pretty heavy wide receiver teams. Corners. I mean, exactly. You never it's have enough corners. Where guys you get you need all the time. those guys to have depth in that position, especially in a league that is now very pass heavy. Yeah, I, I like what the Commanders did. I don't think it was like like Colin said. It wasn't you know superstar draft or anybody that's going to come in and necessarily change the outlook of the franchise. But you got some um, old linemen. 
Yeah, you get some solid picks. Uh, I like what the Ravens did. In yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what's your thoughts about the Ravens draft? Yes. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they waited on their corner, which is a little bit concerning. I think ultimately they just probably come back and sign uh, Marcus Peters since that was a big need. Uh, but Zay Flowers, I like him. We've talked about him quite a bit. I think their day two pick in Trent Simpson, him falling to the third round. Some people had him as the number one linebacker in the draft. Uh, they don't necessarily need an inside linebacker. I mean, they have Roquan Smith. They have Patrick Queen. But Simpson's a guy that can move around quite a bit. And Queen is coming up on the end of his rookie contract. Gave Lamar Jackson a ton of money. They're paying Smith a ton of money, Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley. You can only pay so many guys. So yeah. if it doesn't work out where they can get a deal done with Queen, maybe they trade him. And if Simpson's a stud, then he can come in and start for you. So I like that pick. Late in the draft, they got a guard from USC uh, that tore his ACL at the Combine that was supposed to be you know, a second, third-round pick, and they got him in the seventh round. So if he comes back and, and plays well, I think that's a steal. Um, in terms of some of their other picks, you know, just some interior offensive linemen, some guys for depth. So, can you uh, name their sixth round pick? The from uh, Oregon, uh, the offensive lineman. Yeah, I don't know his name. <laughs> I would not even want to give it a shot. Let me look at it. Lalu is the the last part of the hyphen last name. Lalu. Malaysia, I'm a what. I'm a, I'm a vave, Lalu, Malaysia Lalu. I was just gonna give the last the the Lalu the the dash part of it. That's all. I'll get Lalu. Yeah. I'm not gonna even try. I just wanted to put him on the spot there and see if he could name he plays, him. Yeah. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah. I don't think he'll play. Don't we'll say. We'll see. All right, well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just a supply store. You can buy your Traeger Grills at Orsini's at 360 Hack Wilson Way or online at Orsini's.com. We'll be back after this two-minute break. We'll talk some NBA playoffs after we return. Up in Pocahontas, in the cranberry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call my parents. Dad, come over. The first gets done. The Traeger Connect Experience. Everything you need for epic flavor. And then some. Shop now and save at Orsini's today. You can play, work, and explore without joint pain. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can help you live without joint pain. Our expert team of surgeons offer the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. Specializing in joint replacement, sports and traumatic injuries, hip and knee disorders, foot and ankle surgery, hand and wrist surgery, and shoulder reconstruction. Call 304-725-BONE today to learn how you can live without joint pain. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. When I was 15, I had a running back dreams, but never did run too far. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You didn't get to say it earlier, uh, but when I was at this concert over the weekend, um, funny thing, I kind of do look like the musician that played, but I didn't help myself because I wore the... No, Luke Holmes. I know. But I wore the same shirt that he wears on stage. I didn't help myself, so everybody was like joking. You did that on purpose. Maybe I did, but it was a concert. You got to look a concert attire, whatever. So people were like thinking, like, you know, some drunk people were thinking that I was Luke Combs. I'm walking up my section to go use the bathroom but between shows, and I hear Spencer, and I'm like, excuse me? Who the, who the world? Like, everybody's calling me Luke like as a joke. And somebody says Spencer, and the, there's a guy at the corner, probably five, six rows diagonal from me. He's wearing a Maryland Terps sweatshirt, and I was like, maybe somebody from the Eastern Panhandle. Turns out it was. Turns out it was uh, – Tanner Matthews' mom. So, <laughs> shout out to being found out while I was at a concert. It's a small world. Man. It is a small world. I thought you were going to say it was Matt Crawford. No, that would have been funny. But if it was Matt Crawford, I would have already hung out with him. Maybe. Like, I would have known he was there. Maybe. Maybe. How do you know? I don't know. You're right. <laughs> what if he was there? Now we're going to find out he was there. Just didn't text Spencer. <laughs> All right. But let's talk some NBA playoffs here. As uh, It was a weekend for big weekend for the NBA playoffs, guys. It was, yeah. Steph Curry had a record-breaking Game 7, dropping 50 on the Sacramento Kings to uh, advance the Warriors past the Kings. So, um, you know, that was exciting to see uh, the teams that we thought would win advanced. So, definitely, you know, uh, some dramatic Western Conference playoffs. And uh, looking forward now to to these next matchups i think this is when things start to pick up a little bit even though we've seen a lot of upsets already this year um you know this is typically when you get into the top tier teams so i'm interested to see how it plays out yeah there there's some very good matchups going into this second round i mean you get to see boston and philly again and who doesn't love when those teams go against each other, especially come playoff time in the past few years. This rivalry has really uh, gotten to be one of the biggest ones of this time in the East. Then you got the Suns and the Nuggets, so it's KD and the Joker. That's going to be really fun. And the Heat, as the eighth seed, still continuing to roll. The Knicks finally won a playoff series, but are down 1-0. And then also tomorrow you got Lakers-Warriors. It's LeBron against... Curry again. Yeah, I, I mean, it, yes, we say again, but still, the, who doesn't love when those two yeah. guys go up against each other? And right? they're in a different type of matchup. Mm-hmm. It's not a finals. These are two completely different teams. You know, LeBron's on the Lakers now. 
Uh, he's got AD with him. Uh, both teams are playing well. Uh, Golden State, you know, is coming off of that big Game 7. So, I mean, that's a fun matchup for sure. I think that's the matchup the NBA probably wanted because if oh, you're yeah. trying to sell yeah. Grizzlies, Kings, or LeBron versus Curry, I think uh, in terms of selling tickets and selling uh, TV ratings, you're going to see a lot more people tune in for the Lakers and the Warriors. So definitely some good matchups. Um, you know, I'm still very interested to see what's going to happen in the East because there's a good chance, I think, that the Heat can beat the Knicks which they would be an eight seed then advancing all the way to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And like we said, I mean, this has to be the year that the Celtics don't just get over the hump and, you know, win the East again. Uh, they got to win the finals, we think, realistically, because we think they're the best team left. So, you know, this is going to be a tough series, though, with the 76ers. I think the winner of that one probably comes out and wins the East. But, I mean, you never know with the way Miami's been playing and, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is different. So Yeah. Uh, but that game for the Celtics, 76ers tonight, 7.30 on TNT, the semifinals game one, then 10 p.m. Uh, for that doubleheader, Suns-Nuggets. Uh, looks like right now Boston getting a big favor tonight over the 76ers, 9.5, the overrunner at 214.5. Uh, the Denver Nuggets favored by four with 229, the overrunner. Uh, but, uh, you know, those should be two great, Two good, great Indeed, games. Not expected tonight. to go, so that's why you see. Yeah, that's why I, I was double checking that. And yeah. as of yesterday, Embiid's doubtful. So, well, we'll talk more about the NBA playoffs. He's stay healthy. Yeah, we'll talk more about the NBA playoffs tomorrow. Got to hit this last break segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll talk Nats and O's. As uh, both teams had series over the weekend, you're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above market trade in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center at 800 Emmett Rouse Drive, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Now's the time to talk with John's Pool Supplies about opening your pool. Or maybe it's time for a new above-ground or in-ground pool. John's Pool Supplies, 237 Eagle School Road, has over 30 years of experience and a large selection of products, services, and supplies for your pool or hot tub. From custom liner installation and pool inspection to free water testing, call John's Pool Supplies at 304-267-2000. JohnsPoolSupplies.com. Catch the excitement of the West Virginia High School baseball and softball seasons on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hit it into left field and that'll drop. Coming around is Sifford and 
The ball is going to slow up, and he's going to score, and Martinsburg's going to walk it off and get the win. We have over 25 games scheduled featuring the schools in the Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference. Every game will be live right here on Talk Radio WRNR, TV 10, and our WRNR TV YouTube page. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Monday, April. No, we're in May now. Monday, May 1st, 2023. Brought to you part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. I done forgot to hit that. It is Monday. It is a Monday. It's the Monday is the Mondays. Welcome back here. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue or call 304 304- Two six three four three four three. Spencer, Nick, and Colin here for the last four or so minutes. Uh, let's talk some uh, Nationals and Orioles. Nationals, they salvaged a game yesterday in the series against the Red Hot Pirates, which, you know. They're the I, best team in baseball. Yeah. I mean, just to salvage a game is yeah. a good thing. You, I mean, you went into it Josiah Gray games. was pretty dominant yesterday. Only had six strikeouts, but, you know, only gave up, you know, one run in that one. I think that was huge for him because he's put three – really good starts back to back to back and I have to say the first game of the doubleheader Saturday where they lost 6-3 it was still a quality start from Patrick Corbin I believe that's two or three quality starts for him in a row yeah. uh where you know he's only given up one run maybe two runs that's the bullpen that gave up that game but that second game of that doubleheader oh my lord 16 to 1 Pirates all Pirates the are good, man. They're doing really good this year. As I said, best team in baseball. So the fact that the Nats were able to salvage one, you, you got to be happy with. Corbin getting there as your veteran, got to be happy with. And Gray's the bright spot of this team right now in the organization, right? Yeah, I mean, the Nats begin a four-game set with the Cubs today. It's really Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. Mackenzie Gore's the next guy to, you know, to really be coming up. He's slated to get the start today. He's 3-1 and one at the 3.0 ERA. So it'll be interesting to see how he faces Smiley tonight, who's 2-1 and one with a 3.21. Drew Smiley's still in the league. Yeah. How about the most, though? Did they have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. They lost one, but keep still took two out of three. And three Colin out of four. informed me that it was the best month, month of April in team history. Yeah, they broke the uh, franchise record of most wins in the month of April, so sitting at Nineteen and nine, you got to be happy without the Ozer. Hopefully, they can break a record right for the now. most wins in the month the, of October. Uh, they got the day off today, and then they go play Kansas City. So I like that, that one. Should be they, a yeah. Winnable uh, series. They break the record for the most wins in the month of October. I'm probably yeah. very happy. Yeah, yeah. Then they probably won the World and Series in November yeah. because it might trickle to that. That's true. Yeah. Well, if you break the wins for most wins in October, then you're not going to November. That's probably true. I don't know when the World Series is set for. Uh, but that will do it for this edition of, October, of like it always. Is. Yeah, but sometimes it goes into November. Sometimes it's the thirty first is the final game. Who knows? I don't know. Who Depends knows? on how the series yeah, play out. That's true. Uh, but that will do and it. If for the Orioles it. are going for the most wins, they got to go seven games yeah. in each series yeah. or five at least in the first round. So yeah, that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll make an announcement here Wednesday. We'll have a special guest twelve forty five. Stay tuned uh, for that one. But today we'll be at. Uh, high school baseball at Jefferson as they take on Martinsburg for a big key 
EPAC game with uh, the regional voting due tomorrow. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight and again tomorrow. Proud to support our local community and bring you the latest local news, local weather, and local sports. Talk Radio, WRNR Martinsburg, Hedgesville, Bowling Waters.